0: Welcome. It is episode three of Oto. Yay. Third episode. I'm so excited. Tonight with me, as usual, is Evanor Alman. How are you doing tonight? Thank-
1: thanks for having me again. You know, this place feels like home now.
0: <laughs> Hopefully it'll feel like home to everybody at home. Uh, that is my dream anyway. So tonight, this week, uh, we are continuing our discussion on Beautiful's Fest 03, the uh, Visual K or Glam Rock concert. That we began discussing last week. Uh, we only got halfway through the set list, guys. So there's a lot more to come. And uh, it's like we said, it was a amazing, very influential concert. And some great artists coming out of there and coming your way. As cheesy as I just sounded there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first up tonight, uh, in the well, in the first block tonight, we have uh, Nine Goats Blackout. Now, their relevance to the concert would be the band Gullet. The vocalist uh, for both was is a man named uh, Rio, a very talented, amazingly talented individual. I've been a huge fan since I, I want to say School like uh, Galruda at at the at the latest. Amazing! These are his previous bands, <laughs> and I do recommend all of them highly. Duleskul, Garuda, Gullet, Nine Goats, all brilliant stuff. And even he uh, guested on a CD with another band that is by far and away my, my favorite band, and that's Tosin. So if you can find out any way to get a hold of their stuff, do it. Tosin, it's amazing. Okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, Rio's a really cool guy. He's been in the game for a long time, and as you were saying, all the, all those different bands that he was in, they sort of have a similar sound. I mean... I guess in 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 each band that he's been in, his voice has been able to sort of produce that same quote-unquote sound that all those bands have. It's really interesting how it's been progressed to where he is now in Nine Goats.
0: His voice is uh, very Nasal. melancholic. There's a lot of <laughs> of uh, pain in 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 his voice. <laughs> it sounded completely silly here, but but it's true. He he's got a certain sadness to 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 his to his vocal tone and something that uh, really resonates with me I love every single project he's been in uh and it's uh, all of his bands are pretty invocative of the uh, Nagoya K sub sect I guess of visual mm. K <laughs> which is probably my favorite if we were going into eroguro last week or erotic and grotesque and gura you know underground i'd have to say that Nagoya K is my favorite. It gets tossed around a lot. It is in its most specific just bands that are from Nagoya prefect, prefecture
1: prefecture. Yeah, Japan. that that that's the that's Running always on. hard to talk about because it's it's just like okay, if you're from Nagoya, are you automatically that type of band? Do you know what I mean? That some people would argue that while others yeah, would argue it's a, a certain sound.
0: There's but there's plenty of bands that, you know, are from the Sendai region, so I don't understand why. Because we have bands like Merry Go Round and um, which, which 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 is an awesome
1: band. Sorry, I had to I had to throw that out. Merry Go Round is a fantastic band. Yes. Super super. It, it's almost like a like very much like a goth band. Almost like like Sick Puppy and or no not Sick Puppy. A uh, Skinny Puppy
0: right, stuff right. like
1: that. Sorry for the tangent. Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, it's fine. It's what we're here for. But yeah, the Nicole, Nagoya K is a little gloomier, a little more subdued than its more bright glam counterpart in in Visual K, quote unquote. It tends to be a different caliber of music, a different quality. Uh, you tend to have musicians that aren't sixteen year olds who just picked up a guitar yesterday. So yeah. I I don't want to sound a bit snobbish, but I did. But it's true. There's a lot of young kids in Visual K. And in Nagoya K, and and artists from that region, they tend to be a little older, a little bit more mature, a little bit better with their instruments. It's just the natural course of things. But we've got uh, two Nagoya artists coming up tonight. We've got Nine Goats, and we've got Dead Man, which, again, uh, one of my all-time favorites, guys. I can't recommend them highly enough. Mako is a genius, and i the composer of the tracks is a genius. <laughs> everyone in that band genius yeah,
1: it, it it's almost like a perfect couple, like that song writing style, and Mako's vocals were just perfect together
0: I agree they I were agree.
1: a great band, and to be honest, sometimes I'm grateful that they disbanded because i I'd be scared of of like of me falling out in love with them, if that makes any sense. Because a lot of bands who've gone on through a long time, they've just, in my opinion, they they either continue to make good music or it's just, like, bland and boring and just crap.
0: So They, they reach a cusp and then, you know, they, they've jumped the shark, so to speak. And then yeah. there's nothing to, you know, they've given all they've given towards the, to the creative community, and that's that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that's why I'm now, sort of thankful that... I don't know based. if Dead
0: Man would have been one of those, because uh, I've been hearing what uh, I has been coming out with with um, the God and Death Stars, his mm-hmm. his project. And it's been pretty good stuff. But the one thing it's lacking, man, is some really killer vocals. And I don't want to knock Ai, because he's, he's singing it himself. And uh, they've got the bassist from uh, Kaguro. If um, you're familiar with um, that band, uh, they were a pretty... Big band throughout 2004, and uh, the vocalist for them recently uh, passed, and that was pretty tragic. We'll get into them, I'm sure, at a later date because uh, it's another band I highly recommend. Yeah.
2: Uh, uh
1: did Did you like that band that he was in before? God and Death Stars. I'm trying to think their name. Uh, the Studs. The Studs. Did you like them?
0: Oh, that was with the vocalist of Kaguro. So that yeah. that does play. Um, I wasn't too. I didn't think the vocals meshed as well as Makos did with Dead Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, really excited. It's uh, the third track coming up in our in our first block here, and it's uh, really exquisite. And all tracks that we're playing are pretty darn good. We have Nine Goats, uh, Kanbina Shigai, uh, and that came out in 2011. Late 2011, um, Nine Goats has recently disbanded, so that is sad news. And this was one of my favorite singles that they released uh, in the la- later years. <laughs> they were only around for about four or five years, but you get you get what I'm saying. Next up, we have uh, Gazette, uh, which we were talking about last week. Bit of a hit or miss band, but this is, uh, well, for me anyway. A lot of people absolutely love them. They're a major band now. You should on. watch out
1: what you say, Cassandra, because probably oh, people would send you bombs in the mail because w- of comments about the Gazette.
0: Oh, no. I said nothing about Zaruki. Okay.
1: <laughs> is, is this uh, song a newer song? Because I'm sort of out of the loop yeah, of, of their stuff. Yeah, it's from
0: their uh, album Toxic, and it's called uh, Psychopath, and I thought it was a pretty decent track. The album... For me, it was a bit hit or miss, but you know, it had some hits on it. It had some decent tracks on it, so I do recommend it. If you like the Gazette, go out and get Toxic. And then after that, we've got Dead Man God, and that is from their uh, re-release of. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm sure you're supposed to pronounce it in with Japanese numerals, so but I don't know them. So seven zero one one two four plus two. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's the name of the release. And uh, that's a re-release of 701124 with the addition of two more tracks. (laughs) And it's a uh, remix, redone version of uh, their song, Please God. And it's just called God. And it's a really excellent track. And I hope you'll enjoy it. And when we come back, we'll be discussing more Dead Man and one of my favorite bands that we mentioned in episode one, Despair's Ray.
2: I want to dance you and wait I'm a to the road do right.
0: And that was Dead Man's God from Seven Zero One One Two Four Plus Two. I find it what to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> and a really good track. I love that song. Um,
1: Dead Man has been one of those bands that I guess have has been the easiest to sort of in, in, to introduce to my friends who don't know anything about Asian music at all whatsoever.
0: I've, I've I, found uh, that. Uh, to be true in my experience as well. Um, them and uh, Gullets and uh, here recently, like our first episode uh, a while back, where we played baby metal, I've surprisingly had a lot of people <laughs> that have been converts because of those little girls and those guitars. <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah, bands like uh, Dead Man, Merry Go Round, uh, Gullet, uh, I- anything Nagoya K is usually. You know, a, a good introductory sampling for for people not in the know, as it were.
1: Uh, yeah, I I'd say so. A lot of Nagoya Key stuff has a like some, a lot of like gothic rock tones, if that makes any sense. Like one of, one of my friends, uh, who really got into the Deadman, he said that he got into Deadman a lot because it reminded him of the Smiths, that band. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. the Smiths.
0: Yeah, I've, I've I've heard that. I've heard similar things. Um, if you're into more of a goth rock mindset already, you like that kind of thing, uh, then by all means, you know, go check out this stuff. It's you will not be disappointed. Though here lately, it's it's there's been more screaming involved in, in bands coming out of that region, and I'm not the biggest fan of when the entire song is nothing but screaming. I'll go ahead yeah. and record say that that's not my preference that's not my style it has its place and there is talent involved i know i couldn't produce certain wails and screeches like we <laughs> you
1: know who else is a nagoya key band uh the pumpkin head
0: that's that's true i forgot they were from nagoya very funny very funny band uh had a vocalist named Frypan dressed like a clown
1: <laughs> he never took off his nose they were a really good band very good band
0: Very good band. Uh, Check them out if you get an opportunity. Uh, Might have to play them. We're mentioning so many good bands here today. (laughs) Uh, Then uh, let's see what we got coming up. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Despair's Ray. Coming back to Despair's Ray. You may remember them from episode one uh, where I played Mary of the Blood. They also performed at Beautiful's Fest 03. And it was uh, one of the better performances of the night, uh, if I recall. Uh, Of course it would be. I'm not fawning here, am I? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Just a little bit, just a little. Tonight we're playing uh, their single, Garnet, which is another great track. We also have some Mary coming up. That'll be nice. I love Mary. We uh, mentioned them last week uh, when we were talking about uh, Mook and and Gura band, Eroguro, erotic and grotesque bands. talked about Mary. How familiar are you with uh, Mary's discography as it were the their entire work i think
1: well i have most of their albums but i stopped listening to them at a certain point where i just i think they just got really boring to be quite honest but their earlier stuff was pretty good i remember like um everyone likes that japanese Jap- japanese modernist song like yeah, they all it, swear uh, by it that's not my favorite song by them to be honest i think my favorite one is uh Something pink number? Oh, what was it? Uh, like I, the song is playing in my head right now. I'm just trying to figure out the, t- the, the title for it. But yeah, they have uh, they have some really good stuff. They really had a lot of emphasis on Aero Guru themes, like we talked about before.
0: Right. Yeah. One of my favorite tracks from them would have to be Tic Tac or TikTok. Tock, one of their early early songs, and I, I it was probably my first song I heard from them. And it was it just completely caught me off guard, and I, I was completely fascinated with the band when when I first uh, heard about them. Uh, and this would probably be about, uh, yeah, about the same time I got into Dead Man and uh, Gullet, uh, so around 2002, 2003, somewhere in there.
1: Yeah, they've they've been around for a long time too. They've been successful with that.
0: Now uh, their vocalist Gara is uh, probably most. Noted for being a uh, roadie for Doro and Gray, or Daron Gray, considers uh, the uh, vocalist for that band, uh, Kyo, a a, a elder, a a, a teacher, a vocal coach, (laughs) just a highly respected individual, and he's learned a lot of what uh, he does as an artist from Kyo. So I, I do think that that worth mentioning and you can certainly see certain parallels with uh, his vocals and maybe some of Kill's mid-range uh, probably stuff from around 2005 or so during gray stuff similar to how gara sounding.
1: that's a know? that's like a that that's like a really big theme of, that you sort of when when you get into this like when you started getting interested in and in hearing uh I guess, band histories and stuff, a lot of people are roadies for certain bands, and then when they make a band, I, I don't want to say a complete rip-off, but yeah. a lot of the times, early on, like it's almost a carbon copy of, a, of, of the band that they roadied for. As right. in, you know, um, who roadied for Lorraine, and then they did their own thing? I'm trying to think. Uh,
0: that would be uh, the vocalist of... Uh... That that would be Matinro Opera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the vocalist for Row Opera, uh, roadied for Loren and was uh, hugely influenced by the the vocalist in Loren uh, Cami Very decent romantic themed band if you're into you know the fluff and stuff and romanticism and that kind of thing. Or if you've heard of the band uh, Versailles, Loren is Cami Joe's previous project. So if you like Versailles, by all means go back check out Loren it's worth it yeah time. they
1: they're really good and also Manro operas the band before him I mean that band I guess b- before that they had there was this band called G- uh, Geneva I think it was called and they yes. were like super synth and very cheap but they're pretty they were pretty cool too
0: they I, oh they had a pretty big fan base at the time. They were very little, small, little band, but they had a pretty big fan base, if I remember right. Uh, and it carried over to uh, Matt and Opera, and they're now a major band. Yeah, they're huge. Check them out. But uh, getting back to uh, Mary, they, like we mentioned last week, they started out as an erotic and grotesque band, but... They evolved a, uh, another concept. Uh, they have a kind of a light and a dark side to them now, and they call their overall theme uh, "Modern Guard," an offshoot of the avant-garde movement, the modern age. Obviously, they, in, they uh, include a lot of uh, jazz and blues elements in their stuff, and in uh, particularly in their earlier tracks. They're also one of those bands that like to maybe include orchestral pieces when maybe they shouldn't, and it comes off a little arerosmithy. Yeah. Just a little. Mook has done that too, which we're playing some Mook later on. We'll talk about that. <laughs> and their evolution into synth pop. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, uh, yeah. The last stuff
1: of Mook was, uh, you know, almost party rock type of level things. It was ridiculous.
0: So, yeah, uh, coming up next, we have uh, Despair's Ray uh, Garnet. Wonderful track. Can't recommend them highly enough. Uh, No, I'm repeating myself. And then following that up with uh, Mary's uh, Sujo And that's a more recent single. And um, both the A-side and the B-side are pretty decent. So go pick that up if you have the opportunity. Playing the A-side, which is Sujo. This was released last year, I want to say. But I'm sure you can still pick it up at CD Japan or something. So, yeah, enjoy the tracks and we'll be back to talk some mook and more, probably more erotic and grotesque and what the heck happened to that genre. Again, that was Despair's Ray Garnet and Mary Sujo. We were talking uh, before the break about um, erotic and grotesque bands and kind of the evolution, if you will, of that subgenre. I I mentioned it before the break. I want to get into that uh, here in our last segment here. Now, Mary, as I mentioned earlier, they have evolved to not necessarily be an erotic and grotesque band, but more encompassing of both light and dark. And you you got that a bit in Visual K uh, up until they came around. Uh, The band Kagura, uh, I think, would be of note. They even added a uh, colon to their name typeface. To represent the yin and the yang and the light and the dark and there you you do get a lot of that in visual game mary's real big into that theme so they go from very dark twisted lyrics to maybe some kind of um, lighthearted with some orchestra and you know we're getting some violins and some winds up in here
1: yeah and the, and it's it's good to mention that you know, they are pretty mainstream now so a, a lot of their older roots, or or what they were in the beginning.
0: Yeah, they've uh, all but dropped being uh, erotic or grotesque. Uh, it's not that yeah. they don't embrace you know darker themes. It's just they they won't go there because they're not allowed to go there anymore. If that makes sense. But another band that that falls in that same vein would be uh, the last band of tonight would be uh, Muck, and I was a huge fan of them uh, around the time Beautifuls Fest came around. They were the end-all, be-all in quality music just coming out of Japan for me. It was a whole nother... I have lost the word. Um just a whole nother level of craftsmanship to their, to their stuff. It, it, some really quality pieces have come from this band.
1: I remember watching their Zetsubo PV, and I was like, whoa, this band is awesome. <laughs> Do you remember that PV with that, like... That yeah, girl. that was my
0: first uh, music video of theirs and I was just completely fascinated by Tatsuro, uh, the, the vocalist, and how charismatic he was and how just full of emotion he was. And he actually gave a performance in this video. It wasn't you know, a band standing in front of a camera. You got this person's all in this performance. And you, you don't really see that in an indie music video in, in general so it, it, that that was something that that uh really caught my attention when uh, I, I first saw them, uh, and it, it continues to this day they've always had really high production values in their music videos.
1: with that being said, what they sound like now is completely different from what they started, which is sort of that theme that we've sort of uh, been talking about mm-hmm. in our past two shows
0: uh have been touching on is, is the evolution of, of what this genre was and what it is now. And if you go back and watch this concert, you might be able to find it on YouTube. I know there are clips. So go look it up. Beauty dash fools fest. Oh, three, check it out and compare it to what you're listening to last week and what you're listening to tonight. You you can see where this scene has progressed and and where we're going. Some may say it was better then. Some may say it's better now. That's, you know, I'm not going to place judgment. I'm merely here to bring up questions.
1: If I would have to put you on the hot seat, Cassandra, Uh if you look at Muku now, what's Uh your judgment on
0: them? Certainly different. Okay. I'll just go ahead and get the PC answer. The way it's different. I do prefer their older stuff. I do prefer the harder tracks, the more rock sound that they had. Uh, it, that isn't to say that I don't enjoy, you know, what we have coming up. It is fantastic. This is I, I really do like the latest singles that they've come out with, Arcadia and uh, what we're playing tonight, Mother. They are pretty darn good. It's good stuff. So I. You know, just because I may prefer one over the other it doesn't take away from what the current is and they've evolved as people and as musicians and they have explored certain themes in their past and maybe they don't need to go back and explore those, I can certainly understand that so overall I approve hmm. I do it's you should st- uh,
1: You should work for their PR company
0: <laughs> uh, really? no hmm. no nah. <laughs> Uh, so what what do you think of of uh, where Muck was, where Muck is, where they're going? What's your opinion on on the electro pop avenue that they they're asc- descending down? Or no, not a descending that they're heading down.
1: To be honest, I I like their image. I like what their what their image is going for. Their their whole I don't know
0: now they're the positivity.
1: I guess I think the the vocalist is literally like wearing some like extensions now. I I, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea.
0: But it is a bit new wavey. Their their whole aesthetic is a bit on the new wave side of things now. Yeah. And it, I it's... appreciate that. I'm I mean, like I love uh, Lab and Caligari and Goatbed and that kind of thing. So where Muck's going, I'm completely fine with. You know, I just know what they're capable of in a different spectrum because it is it's a completely different spectrum. Muk now sounds nothing like Muk then.
1: Yeah. And a, like taking away the visual, if you just focus merely on the music, I'm honestly not that big of a fan of their new stuff. Maybe compared to their older things, I mean, to their older releases, I really enjoyed their first full four albums, the first ones, the 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 first four ones that they ever released. It they were solid a
0: aspect. One uh, way, you know, we we're st- we're wearing smudgy makeup and you know we're <laughs> UK is just grinding away on his bass there. Yeah, I I know I feel you.
1: And just the vocal, I mean, how he tra- how he treated the vocals, where it was just a lot, of, like a lot of heaviness.
0: And uh, he was another artist, uh, Tatsuro, the vocalist, is another artist that uh, uses vibrato very well and effectively. It's uh, illustrated in this song, but not to the extent it was in the older tracks. I'll admit that. But uh, this uh, track we have coming up uh, is uh, their latest single. Off of their latest album, <laughs> and it's called uh, Mother, and you can still find it in stores. Uh, CD Japan and uh, other retailers should probably have it. I know Amazon does. Uh, AmazonAsia.com.
1: Oh, yes, they probably have their stuff too.
0: Uh, I know uh, Mook's not a hard band to come across, so you shouldn't have any trouble finding it. And it's a pretty decent single. I really like it.
1: They've, they've played around the world too, like I think in Latin America.
0: Yeah, they've performed all over the place. Uh, one of the few Japanese bands to do so. I know they've had some drama with uh, Guns N' Roses fans. They had a live where they <laughs> Guns, N <Roses. laughs> Guns N' Roses like two hours late for the event, and you had poor just became major mook on stage to a bunch of white, probably from a military base that you know came to see Guns N' Roses, and here's this little you know smudgy black lipstick, and we're gonna sing songs that are serious and. <laughs> they had to apologize on behalf of Guns N' Roses and the fans just were complete jackasses and in total embarrassment to any round eye not to get racial but <laughs> okay we're going to wrap up here if you want to get in contact with us please do we are at oto-show.com email us what do you think about uh, Mook and, and you know where they were where they're headed we want to hear from you find us on Facebook at facebook.com Slash the Oto show. Email at theotoshow at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show and go join our Last FM group. Go to the Last FM group's page, search Oto, you'll find us. And uh, Ev, where can we find you?
1: You can find me at my Last FM page. Uh, my username is Yami Bito. Just send me a message there.
0: As I mention every week, you can find uh, my profile through either the Last FM group or through Ev's profile. We are friends on there not allowed to say it on air it's uh little nutty words okay, okay. <laughs> uh so yeah we have mook mother enjoy it good night guys see you next week mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. No.